Okay. Hello. Welcome to the podcast. My name is Andrew. Last name I'm not going to say because you won't be able to say it anyway. I'm 22. I'm 5'4". I'm probably over 170-something pounds. And uh, the world is over. It has been for about a year now. And because of that, that I can remember that it has been a year is significant since I have for the past couple of weeks have been going through a period of depression which I have done nothing about except for drinking jerking off and uh, not working out which is why I'm a little huskier than usual <laughs> um, what I'm drinking every day is usually a one-to-one-to-one ratio of Kahlua, it's one ounce, Malibu, one ounce, it's one-to-one, I'm going to have to explain it, salt an ounce, Ciroc, summer watermelon, vodka, ounce of that, I just complete it, you know, (laughs) a couple dashes of Angostura orange bitters, and I top that off with milk and a cup of ice, you know. I suspect that this has been a primary culprit in my rude awakenings of morning diarrhea, probably in combination with uh, shitty sleep habits. I work grave shifts, so I go to bed usually, I'll say should be at 6, 6.30, but since I've been up on my phone, realistically 7, 7.30. Waking up around maybe one, probably, maybe earlier. I can't say that I've gotten more than four or five hours of sleep today. And by today, I mean yesterday, since it is one thirty-five in the morning, where I'm at, at this time. <laughs> so, technically in the next day. I did go for a run earlier, Uh, usually run a mile, and today I got a pretty fast time for what I usually do, something like 11, 16, it's, you know, not spectacular, but it's, uh, I think that's alright for a fat boy, (laughs) an asthmatic fat boy, alcoholic, you know, (laughs) who hasn't run in a while. I think um, I think what made me run faster today was I was literally trying to run away from my feelings, from feelings, from feelings is it was sort of an understatement. Uh, so I'll tell you that what happens sometimes is maybe I'll be doing something. I don't know what I'll be doing. Let's say, okay, well, just as an example today. Before I went for that run, I was taking a quiz on because uh, I'm in <laughs> I'm doing this finance class, and I was taking a quiz. I think this occurred during the quiz or something. I I just had thoughts and memories of they're actually good memories, but uh, but I knew the whole story of those memories and saw that it does come to an end, <laughs> right? the whole the whole the whole story and it's 
how finite it is and how sad and depressed that makes me feel and I cringe. I cringe, I physically tense up something so that I can release that energy somehow through tensing up some muscle somewhere. And it's not like uh it's not like that uh I don't know how to uh, gradual relaxation technique something. No, it's not methodical, it's just a quick reaction of that. <laughs> uh I'll be in the car, you know, sing along to a song, and I'll scream a lyric, a line, a word, when just a thought comes into my head that makes me sad. Or when I see something that reminds me of something that makes me sad. And so today I was running. And going into the run, I was angry. Uh, I'll say angry as opposed to depressed. I'll say that. Previously in my life, uh, these feelings of um, depression would come from these kinds of thoughts. And I, I would usually just feel weak <clears throat> and defeated. And then I would drink, which I do now. I still do now. But uh, these days, I'd say after, probably after going through a period a dark period in my life of oh, a mixture of just life trauma and mania and psychosis and coming to this point now I more than that sadness I feel rage and so uh, and so 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 these feelings of rage and this anger comes to me and I have to release that energy right so then I I said you know what I haven't been on a run for a while I gotta go for a run and I did. I run real. I ran real fast. <laughs> Sorry if my speech is slurred at all. I just drank another cup of my. Uh, I don't even know what I'm gonna call it. But uh, I got a pretty fast time. And uh, yeah, it's pretty gassed after. Surprisingly, not for too long though. As I would expect from not running for a long time. But, um, yeah, there was that. I had a good run, usually on the days that I do run, which are days that I consider me working out or exercising or something. I just, I go for a mile, come home, do 50 push-ups. Not straight, usually. When I was working out regularly, I could do 50 push-ups straight, but, you know, it's harder my muscles atrophy or whatever I'm not used to the movements so I usually struggle on the last 20 more like the last 10 usually but yeah then I take a shower and go on with my day um, yeah I went for a run something that stands out I think what that the significance of that is that do I go for a run tomorrow? Should I go for a run tomorrow? And the answer is, I think I should. But will I? I don't know. You know, when it comes to this uh, depression, this rut, these ruts that I find myself in, I, I don't, I don't want to help myself. I don't try at all to help myself. The things that I do that might be considered self-help 
are so subtle and insignificant, I don't think they count at all. Maybe trying to limit the amount of um, negative media content that I consume, you know, even though I've, I have, and I know that many other people have an obsession with it, you know, they, they thrive off of some tragedy sometimes in seeing that. Um, this microphone because I think I'm going around the pop filter or something. I have this pop filter a little bit. Uh, <laughs> let's see if I can see that. I have the, the on the EQ, I have the highs turned down so the sibilance shouldn't come through so rough. But let me test that out. Sibilance, sibilance. All right, let me cut come on down. Sibilance, sibilance. See the difference? Sibilance, sibilance. Sasudio. Sasasudio. Anyway. Uh, but yeah, I do not try to help myself at all. And um, I like to mention something about people who might hear this, you know, who might hear that. And, and I'm going to guess some of their thoughts because I've ran into this with a lot of people, I'm not gonna be a smart ass, you know, I'm gonna say that this is based on experience of just talking with people about, you know, real shit like this. It's like, you, you share something like this. Maybe you just wanna be heard, you know? Or maybe you're just sharing this because it, it's just something in your life right now that's on your mind. So you're sharing it to share it. People will, they won't cut in, but they'll respond very quickly with advice, suggestions. I remember saying this before that, you know, when you have like depression or something like that, or when you've been suicidal or something, all of a sudden people around you who have, no offense, have been through not that. They haven't been through that kind of shit. But all of a sudden, they become experts. <laughs> you know? Let me tell you something. Let me tell you another truth of life is that, you know, never say look on the bright side or any kind of variation on that idea. All right? Because that is so ignorant. <laughs> I think we saw in the movie, you know, the Joker, the, you know, all I have are negative thoughts. To say to someone like that, look on the bright side is an insult <laughs> like in some cases it could be like well don't you think I've tried and a lot of other cases it could be like no I can't see anything you know but in a lot of cases I'd say most of the cases it'd be like this is something an obsession what I am going through that are these thoughts that I have these feelings I have an obsession with I am I have like an like almost like an OCD with I can't look away. I can't look away and for some reason I don't want to. You know? And I'll say for mine and my own experience these are tied to times. You know, I said the good memories, right? But then they're followed by the knowledge that they ended, right? These are these are tied to like these these memories, this 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 depression, these thoughts that
evoke, I guess, the depression is tied to a time in my life that I loved, that I felt like a, a god. I felt like a god, you know? I felt <clears throat> I had everything. I had a lot of things, so many things around me that I loved, that I was, that I loved or was in love with, right? And, and it ended, you know? And so I suppose that a part of my obsession is that why can't it be like that again? I wish I could go back. Those were such good times. Those were my glory years, you know? So to tell me something like, you know, look at the positive, that was the positive. I know it becomes the negative and that's what brings me down, but that was the positive in my life. That's what I loved. That's when I, when I was the embodiment of love, <laughs> a manic love for life and potential and opportunity, endless, endless potential of anything that I wanted, you know? anything anyway what was i talking about i'm gonna take a look at the time here i can't really see the time i'm recording this onto this uh really cool recorder i have uh this digital recorder it's this task cam dr40 but we're only at 13 minutes let's go for another 30 30 odd something minutes but yeah, let me think. What else? Um, hmm. Let me think about this podcast. I have plans for this podcast. I, uh, I this is fairly green, of course. So um, I do need to put out more and establish, hopefully, an audience. If not, I. I honestly will be hurt. <clears throat> my ego, my self-esteem will be hurt. Um, because I crave attention. I love attention. Going back to that time of my life, I had like a bunch of attention. And some attention I didn't want, some attention I wasn't a huge fan of. But I, I, uh, I like attention. I think everybody does. And here's something else about me. I know people will be like, cliche it'll be like oh i tell it as it is like they're real as fuck but i consider myself to what yeah and, and i am one of those people that's I'm, that's what i'm getting to i'm not gonna separate myself from that no i am one of those people i say that i do tell it like it is because uh i will state facts that only i know i know like the, the facts that that i know for sure you know so these will be facts around me. And the way that I think that this is real is when I state those facts, people will be like, oh, well, you know, that's me too. Because I am absolutely sure, at least most of what I feel and what I experience, many other people have been through. And they won't say, you know? I'll say this. I was talking to my friend earlier today. <laughs> I'm going to keep saying, like, I'll say, because I don't know why. That's just who I am now. 
That's what I've become. That's the monster that I've become. You know, I find myself saying like hammy phrases. You know. You know, I, I uh, I'll say like, well, I'll tell you. You know, I'll say some some shit like that. Some fucking why. <laughs> Where does that come from? <laughs> I don't think even Mister Rogers said that shit. But so I was talking to my friend today. And we were talking about, like, uh, past, like, love things, you know, of, like, um, he was talking about his, his ex, and he was thinking about, I believe he's, uh, well, I'm not going to speak for him, I don't know what he's thinking, but it's like, yeah, he still has, like, a lot of love for her, likely wishes he was still with her, but he's talking about, like, oh, you know, you know, she's, she's with another guy, and I still hope that she's really happy. You know, I really want her to be happy. That's that's what I want. You know, even if it's with that other guy. And so I told him, well, you know, that, well, no, no, you know, no. All right. That's if, that, if that were me, no, I wouldn't want that. You know, that's a great sentiment to have. And I told him that if you you have that sentiment genuinely, that's great. And you should hold on to that because you're a good person. But me as a bad person, I'm like, no. Fuck that guy. I want to be that guy. I want to be with her. You know? Well, not her. with his, Not specifically his ex. But <clears throat> in my own life. Her in my own life. If she's with a guy, fuck that guy. That's how I feel. And I'm not going to go the other way about it. And I'm not going to pretend like that. that's not how I feel. That's how I feel. You know? I, I refuse... To try to play like the socially expected game of you should be this because that's polite or something. I will be polite. No, that, that don't t- don't get me wrong. I'll be polite. I'll be cordial. I'm generally a nice guy, but I'm honest about my feelings. And if that were me, no, I would not feel that way. I'm fidgeting with this thing right now. If you hear noises in the background, those are these um command hooks that uh, my brother and I tried to put up on the wall to hang up these uh, these blankets these faux fur blankets I used to have well I had not used to have I have them and they hang on the wall now because I put them up with nails because these command hooks they fell off probably because I don't know why maybe the wall wasn't a great surface for it to stick on or maybe like the sun because there's like a window in, my, in the room right now and it's a pretty big window a lot of sun can come through and make it hot this is like a hot room like a fairly warm room usually and uh well we got to put up another curtain too because um that's also like a sound dam- dampening curtain which would make the sound uh more uh kind of like cool you know what i'm saying but yeah but in my own way of telling it like it is, I'm telling it like it is about the things that I know that make me ugly, that I feel that make me ugly, or would make somebody ugly, you know? I'll tell the truth about how I feel about that, you know? I'm not going to say, like, well, this is that, and that is this, and this is whatever, you know? I'm not going to point to other things and say I know the truth about that. I know the truth about who I am and how I feel and how petty I am, how small I am, 
how ugly I am, how, how jealous, how envious I am of, of, of people and things, you know, people and things. I was just trying to come up with another word. I couldn't though. You know? Um, yeah. That's that's that conversation I had with my friend. He's a good he's a good person. He really he really tries to be. I think that's that's a quality of a good person. When you try to be a good person, when you think about is this is this what a good person would do? You know, what would Jesus do? <laughs> Um, I don't know. Is that enough self-introduction? Uh, maybe I could get into some thoughts on this one thought that I had. The, this theory. It's also, I, I also can tie it into like what I've been talking about, but I've had this thought and this is going to get weird. We're going to get weird. All right. But I had this thought, this idea that I, it's just an idea, all right? But what if, like, all of reality becomes, like, like, a, like your consciousness, you know? Everything that has been, and I'm, I'm speaking from, like, probably, like, a, all right, I haven't explored this idea much, so I'm going to use this word, but I'm talking about it out of my ass for sure. <laughs> but, like, solipsism or something. I'm talking from a perspective of that. But like, what if everything that has occurred in my life, like the whole universe that that occurred in, like, all right, for an ex for example, like, let's say I go to the store, I buy, uh, say I buy Takis and like a Arizona iced tea or something, you know, and I go back into the car because I drive over to the 7-Eleven. I drive over to the 7-Eleven. I walk inside, I open the door, look at the cashier, see if he's looking back. If he's acknowledging me, I'll give a nod and, you know, like, I won't say anything. I'll be like a, it'll be like an unspoken, how are you doing? And greet each other if we do. If not, I'm cool with that. I'm even more cool with that since I'm more of an antisocial kind of guy. I don't need to waste time with any small talk. I prefer not to. But I'll go for the chips. I'll go to the Takis, pick up some Takis. And then uh, go to the, what are those, fridges? I'll say the fridges and I'll find the, maybe like a sweet tea or like a watermelon tea. What else they got there? The fruit punch. That's probably pretty good. This is probably like sugary and the Takis are probably bad for me too. I shouldn't even be thinking like this. I'm thinking like the fat boy that I am. So I'll pick up the Takis, pick up the Arizona iced tea, and I'll get in line behind like, Maybe three people, two people in line behind the person who's checking out. And it'll come to me. So I'll put down the stuff on the counter, pull out my wallet, you know, as in pulling out my card. He'll tell me how much it is and I'll disregard it because I'm not even like whatever. I brought it here. I <laughs> doesn't make a huge difference about how much it is. I have an idea of how it is. I will have another look when I see the card reader, right? It'll say like how much it is, so. It doesn't really matter. Everything's meaningless. Nothing matters at all. So I'll put my card, the chip. I'll insert the chip. You know, if it needs me to put my pin in, I'll put the pin in. 6969. Six, nine. 
and then yeah check out get the receipt now go back into the car now imagine that whole experience that occurred within the bounds of that 7-eleven and outside of it all the cars passing by on monterey maybe i don't know someone buying a guitar at guitar center like a couple miles away and even further than that you know the receptionist at like the linkedin building in san francisco then coughing um a professor at at uh i want to say deanza college maybe they go to the bathroom and they're washing their hands all of that that has occurred within the time that i've done that all of that like becomes a part of my consciousness like it, it goes inside of my consciousness you know it goes inside of my my brain that whole universe is not it's like not collapse but it 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 it, it implodes into itself to become a part of my mind and it lives there you know it lives there so it's not like i have but i've only experienced that whole universe through my own perception through going through the in uh, the 7-eleven and uh buying the takis and the tea so that's the only one those are, those are the only only memories that i can experience in that universe and maybe those are the only memories that will stick you know well no not exactly i wouldn't say exactly because okay let's say that's the thing you know that's that, that 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 is a thing the universe implodes into itself and then comes like becomes a part of my mind and, and that's where it exists so that universe of the past like that that window of 15 minutes for example the example of that 15 20 30 minute window that exists in my mind now if someone comes to me and tells me that let's say that took place between like let's say i entered at like 2 10 in the afternoon and i came out maybe like like 2 225 227 something like that 227 so let's say someone came to me and told me like hey i was just uh i was just at the movies and i watched or no i was just i was i was watching this trailer at the movies at like 2 215 so within that window, then my universe becomes bigger by that much. Like the universe that exists inside my mind of that window expands by that much. Like I, I have an idea of his experience and then the universe is more that I have more complete picture of that universe. But that's not even the point. The point is it exists in my mind, right? The universe exists in my mind. And the reason why I have this, this idea is because it exists there and somehow maybe in a way it constantly does like maybe it's there it's like a snapshot of life within that moment you know that 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 17 minutes of life of reality that exists constantly there you know and the reason i say that and this and that said this is like a 17 17 minute period of that right so this would be endless, really, 
this would be endless universes existing in my mind right now because life continues to go on. I'm still breathing. I'm still moving. You know, I'm still experiencing things. So the universe is, is growing. You know, it's growing. So ever since I was born, ever since I was born, maybe this started to happen, right? Or maybe at some point of like consciousness, this is when it started to happen. But that's, sorry, I'm burping because I'm, <laughs> I'm out of breath from talking from this shit. Awesome. I have my fat boy lungs on me right now and I just finished like that drink there. But anyway, the reason why I thought of this idea is because of these thoughts that I have, these depressive thoughts, these thoughts that, that induce depression in me, right? Because I am constantly living that in my mind, like always, you know, and it's always there and it will never not be there like that. It's, it exists there. It exists in my mind, you know, it, that exists in at, at the, at the universe at that time, last May, last June, you know, last year last year early early last year to mid last year not last year yeah yeah <laughs> what was it 2020 <laughs> i'm losing track of my time last year that happened and that exists in my mind and that the the whole universe of that as i experienced it, i can remember like everything you know everything because, and I feel like, you know, maybe not I feel it, maybe I don't know, but maybe the theory is that it's just constantly there. It's constantly, almost in a way, being replayed because it exists there. That time exists there. That stretch of time and stretch of all time that I have experienced in my life, it is there, you know? And so I can't, I can't let go of it because it's there. It's, it, I can't get it out of there because maybe that's the way it is. The universe, the whole, all of reality that I have experienced, at least, at least that, and maybe more, exists in my mind. And so the, the thoughts will come back. They'll be recurring for the rest of my life. For the rest of my life, they'll be there. And my friend tells me about he has his own like sad, depressing experiences last year as well, but later in last year. Also a time when I wasn't hanging out with him. And he describes this to me and I know some of the people that were a part of his situation. And so I, and he describes everything as well because maybe this universe exists in his mind, his own universe, right? His own memories, his own perception within that time of reality, within that time, time as a measurement of like point A to point B, you know, like that, that, that stretch, that segment in like exists in his mind. And so he tells me this and I know some of the people he's interacted with and I can imagine almost vividly his own experience. And so then I, my universe expands by that much, you know? So while I was doing this, you were doing that. And so there's, there's the universe. And now we have like a shared thing of like, oh, okay, in your own thing and now in my own thing and back and forth, you know? And the times that we have been in each other's 
in each other's lives is uh, is also registered and documented in this universe journal, you know? <laughs> I don't know. I'm talking out of my ass. Let's take a look at the time again. 15, 12. Not bad. Um, let's go for another 15. I don't know why I brought that up. That was just something interesting that I was thinking. I think that it was interesting. And you know, when I think something's interesting, I think it's really, really interesting. I'm really, I'll tell something else. Another fact of life is that I'm obsessed with myself, honestly. I, uh, I do things. I, I make some music. I produce some music. You know, a small little, you know, little NPC live there. I put some tracks together and uh, I listen to those like constantly either to like see what I have to improve about them or just to enjoy them because I'm like, dude, this is really good. I love it. I made this, you know, my ego and I write too. I write some things and sometimes maybe I'll go back and look at what I wrote. I'm like, oh, oh yeah, that was a pretty cool line I wrote there. Oh, man, oh, I like this whole idea of what's going on here. I like that. You know, that's, that's who I am. That's who I am. I'm going to look up this lyric right now <laughs> because I had this other idea today of like, um, I do things like that. I create, I'm like one of those insufferable creative types. And, uh, sorry. Some dead air right now. I'm looking something up. I, I I do things like that because I need I need that I need that. That's like the, the the way that I can approve of myself. That I have the most fulfilling approval is is approval of myself and what I do. I was just telling my friend today like uh, he wants to become a doctor, and I was like, dude, I I couldn't do that. I don't have faith in myself when it comes to things that like I'm, I've been instructed to do, you know, like if there's like a, <laughs> if, if I'm, you know, if I'm building like Legos or something, I have to look back and forth to the manual and the thing, you know, I, I don't do it on the first try. I have to like make sure it's exactly right. And, and it would, if I don't know, not to say I would have to become a surgeon if I was a doctor, I wouldn't have to, but if I was like, so like a surgeon, Maybe even a, a doctor, like just a regular care physician, right? But if I was a surgeon, and like you're supposed to do this uh, suturing this way, right? You know, this certain way. I, I would have the shakiest hand, and I would check with someone who I would hope knows more than me that, am I doing this right? Always. I would be looking back to them like, is this good right here? Is this good? I don't know. Because that's who I am. When it comes to things, though, keep in mind, when it comes to things that are taught that aren't my own skills for my own like that I that I learned myself you know these are skills that are taught by other people I don't have faith in my hand to recreate like a good surgery I don't think I would or in like a court of law I was telling my my friend like I was considering maybe becoming or going into law school or some shit right some fucking bullshit but if I was like if I was, if I felt like I was on a roll, if I was like cross-examining someone, and and I was like on a roll with like all the punches, and they were all landing, but they come with like a really good point, it just like the like a small but really good point, that might ruin my whole momentum, 
you know, that might trip me up and I might shit my pants in the courtroom. If I'm like cross-examining someone, they bring up a good point. They might ruin my whole energy, my whole case, you know, my whole defense or prosecution or whatever. They would, they would ruin it just because I, I wouldn't know. I would not be like, was that, was that a thing? I looked, I overlooked that. Holy shit. I'm a bad lawyer. I can't, I can't do this. I can't do this anymore or something, right? Not like, I, 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 I'd be, I'm feeling it like right now. I'm imagining myself in that situation right now. And I'm like, like shocked. I'm in shock. I'm like, what, what would I do? What do I do? I'm a deer in the headlights, you know, (laughs) you know, so I'm going to say, you know, a lot, by the way, that's just how I speak. Here we go. But I do this because I'll tell you what, that I am, I am, uh, I, I, I am, I am suicidal. I am suicidal. That's another fact that I'll just be plain and real about and honest. I, I have that in me. This, I, 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 a lot of the times I want to die, you know? So most of the times it's not exactly that I want to kill myself, but a lot of the times it's like, I wish I wasn't here anymore. I wish I would just be done, you know, <laughs> because of like how much of the strain that those memories put on me and they, how much they, of a strain they put on my life, you know, on my life activities now, how much they stop me up if I'm taking a quiz and I tense up or if I'm writing notes and I, I break the pencil or the pencil lead on the paper because I'm, I just have like a thought that makes me you know, tense and cringe for a moment. I don't want that for the rest of my life. I, I don't, I don't want that at all. And I, I don't know, but, um, that universe is in my head, right? You know, that universe is in my head and it's there and it's, it's true. You know, I can't change that. I know that there's some delusional people who do, they rewrite the narrative in their own head so that they make themselves feel better. But I can't change that. I won't because I know what happened and I know where I failed and how badly I failed. And that always haunts me. And I, 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 I don't know. Maybe it's because I think it's tied to this life that I want it to end, you know? But, um, that said, I, I have to do, I think that I have to make these creative things these creative projects otherwise i i don't know those are the only things that might just keep me going i found the lyric it's uh from common from they say uh writing for my life because i'm scared of a day job you know (laughs) i'm writing for my life because what else can i i look on you know and consider my own What else can I look on and consider my, my baby, my child, something that I love? What do I love so much in this world that is completely my own, you know? And I know that's selfish. You know, I know that sounds so selfish and self-centered that I need to be self-fulfilled. But I, I need that, you know? I need that. I know that if I weren't doing something with my life that I wanted to be doing, that I was, that, that if I wasn't creating something, I would, I would more 
want to die than ever, you know, this, it wouldn't be mine, it wouldn't be mine, you know, scared of a day job, that's like, you know, I think, when I think of day jobs, or, you know, salary jobs, where you're working for somebody, and no disrespect to people who do those things, but it's like you're working on somebody else's dream, and I, I don't know, I don't think I could do that for the rest of my life, I'm doing that now, I'm a security guard right now, and I'm doing something for somebody else, and it's not mine, and it's fine for now, I'm in college, I'm just, you know, I have a job while I'm doing school, and it's, there's, those things are, and a lot of, it doesn't conflict a lot, it does conflict sometimes, like sleep schedule stuff, but, you know, it's pretty conducive to each other, mostly to school, I think that's the main focus, right, so, but out of that, you know, when people graduate, when people get out, how many of them are actually doing something for themselves as opposed to, I know, well, you know, like doing something of their own creation that is their baby, their child, you know, the turnover rate, right? I think I've heard it's gone up because this generation is just, they've, you know, we've lost focus on a lot of things. And I have an idea that it's just been this thing that's been inherent in us and maybe more apparent in these younger generations of like self-interest you know it is self-interest I'm bored of this so I want to do something else but for me how I need to do it is that I am self-interested so I need to do something for myself not something else but I need to do something for myself that I make my own baby and if not I die and even while I am doing that you know not so much right now it's not 100% you know I'd say 90% of my life right now is trying to pass these fucking classes, but I, <laughs> I do want to die now, you know? I would like to be off of this earth, but in the moments when I'm making something, you know, when I'm taking care of or developing my child, I, I have a responsibility to it, you know? Because I love it. Because I love it. I love art. I love the art of doing these things. I have the responsibility, I have the obligation to see it through, you know? So I need, I need to do this. I need to write. I need to make these tracks as mediocre as they might sound by everybody else's standards, as mediocre as it might read to other people's eyes. I need to make this <clears throat> because I do take pride in it. And I do, <clears throat> I do love it. And I've gotten better about it. I've gotten better with some of those things. I might toot my own horn <laughs> a lot of the times when I used to write I just write to fill space but now I'm like no I, I can't do that because <laughs> it turns out to be shit I need something that means something always <laughs> always you know anyway let's take a look at the time again nice I'm going to pick this up. Uh, I think we're going to close out around 45. So we got like a couple minutes left. Two minutes. Just about. And uh, those two minutes, I would like to say um, assalamu alaikum. Peace and love. As of right now, I don't know how long this will survive, but uh, it's July 2nd, right?
uh, where I am, we're still largely in a lockdown because of the uh, COVID-19 um, strain of the coronavirus or something. And we're quarantining, isolating. So uh, <clears throat> I'd like to tell the folks listening to this to, you know, love your neighbor from six feet away <laughs> right now, especially during these times. Um, you're missing like a lot of that love. So uh, when this is over, I think it'd be a great idea to give someone just a big fat hug and, uh, you know, go find someone that you love and give them just a big wet smooch, like right between their eyes and, and tell them you love them. All right. We're at like 4.50 right now. We're going to cut it there. But thanks for listening. Love you. Bye. Love you. Bye. That was like a, a someone I used to know that, that used to say that. Love you. Bye. <laughs> so love you. Bye. See you guys. Uh.